Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. another episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford coming right back at you here from pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football the lakers fast break and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows and if you can please give us that five star review on apple Podcasts. plus if you can like share subscribe or do whatever you can to support us right here at the pop culture cosmos also as well viceland DraftSite.com, and of course, NBA Draft Junkies, it is truly appreciated. We've got Shams up as far as Twitter, because there still could be lots of things happening when it comes to NBA free agency, although we have seen uh, actually maximum contracts being signed here in the past couple hours. But we're still keeping an eye out if the Lakers are going to go ahead and complete the roster, but there's already been a lot of action already in NBA free agency. And here today to talk about it with all of you out there are, well, I'm hoping three great guys. We're going to see about the third here in a sec because he's having a little bit of technical issues. But first off, it is the Magic Man. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com where he writes a lot of great articles on there and gives everybody updates on what's going on with the Los Angeles Lakers. It is Sean Grice, and Sean, we're going to start off with the, actually, the most controversial addition to the team. We're going to start off right there because, and put our feet into the fire, we're going to start off with Montrez Harrell, who was signed over from the Clippers to Lakers. Seeing how the Clippers got Serge Ibaka the very next day, I'm not exactly entirely pleased that this happened. Catch-22, isn't it, Gerald? We, we got a great player in Montrose Harrell, and yet now we've had to watch Serge Ibaka sign with uh, the locker room across the hall. Me, personally, I'm, I'm with you in the sense that we need somebody in the middle desperately. If the ball were to go up right now, there's no one playing center for the Los Angeles Lakers. So we do need some beef in the middle, but Mind blown at Rob Polinka's silent assassination of the Clippers culture. I mean, my goodness, I did not see Montrose Harrell on a radar. I didn't think it would be at all realistic for him to sign with us. But the amount of offensive versatility we have now, it just makes your head want to explode. Well, I'm going to say this. I think it's a good decision if you want him as a coming off the bench as a backup coming off the bench 
in a similar role to that he's known already. Obviously, he's a sixth man of the year, so that's not to be discredited. I just want to say, and it comes down to a, uh, I guess, a playoff-type scenario, that's going to be an issue. I think that's the problem when it comes right down to it, is the fact, can he go ahead and be that individual you need him to be? And I'm not sure because his defense was very much in question. He was taken off the floor because of his poor defense in the playoffs. And his free throw shooting isn't anything to write home about. So when it comes down to the fourth quarters of regular season games and also the playoffs, I find it it to be problematic for him to be there. I just think, in my opinion, or I just thought anyways, that Serge Ibaka was a better fit for what we were trying to accomplish with the block shots. In fact, Laker Tom, who's coming up here in a sec, he had lots of articles already written out on Serge Ibaka and lots of thoughts on that. Uh, I mean, statistically, Tom is trying to make it so it, it's a little bit lessening the effect. I just am kind of worried about that, but I'm going to bring him on right now. It is Laker Tom, the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. And Tom, I want to go ahead and hit you up on this. Montrez Herald to the Lakers. I know you're going to try and put the fertilizer on this roses to trying to go ahead and make it sprout and make give us the sunshiny thing on it. And of course, he's going to be a very prolific scorer off the bench. I get that. But there's rumors that he could possibly be the starting center. And if that's the case, I'm sure that's a misstep on Rob Palenka's part. If I had my choice of whichever one I would take, I would obviously feel that Ibaka is a better fit for what the Lakers need. Everybody knows that I'm always in favor of a guy who can stretch the floor at the five, uh, and that's Ibaka for sure. Um, however, when I looked at the, I was really surprised when I looked at the stats because Carroll not only scores more points, makes more assists, blocks more shots, has more steals, plays more minutes, and has six point higher per. On top of that, he has a better offensive rating. The defensive ratings for the two players are almost identical. Five. 105.8 for Harrell, 105.3 for Abaca, and a 6.5 net rating for Harrell versus a 3.1 for Abaca. So it's not exactly like it's being portrayed on Twitter that that uh, the Lakers made a huge mistake. I think what you have to look at is Palenka paid a price, and the Lakers paid a price last year when they waited for Kawhi. And we're talking about an, a really abbreviated off season where we've got this, you know, three days basically between you open free agency and you close and sign. And you just can't sit around and wait. And basically everybody thought Ibaka was going to go for a bigger number. He was asking for a bigger number. It turned out that because his play, other than his three-point shooting, is diminished, that nobody was willing to pay more than the MLE for him. Didn't he average a career high 15 points last year? He averaged a career-high 15 points because of his three-point shooting. Wow, but he's but still, blocks. I, I don't know how first, that's declining. He's a career two-blocks-a-game guy who blocked .8 blocks in, in, in the season, which is less than Harold did. But I think the other thing that you have to look at, too, is how quickly can the Lakers recover? You know, uh, I, I think, first off, Harold is getting blamed for all of the woes that became that fell befell the Clippers during their collapse in the playoffs. Well, it's I not, not just him. He's been used as a scapegoat to protect Paul George and Kawhi Leonard's failures and Coach Coach Rivers' failures. I think when you go down to it, we're going to see a different. You know, he signed with the Lakers for a reason. 
he took that MLE early from the Lakers because he wanted revenge on the Clippers. He wanted to he wanted to show everybody that it wasn't his fault that he can adjust and he can be part of a championship team. And Frank Vogel, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis are going to give him the coaching support and the peer pressure to play the right way. I don't think he's going to be in the closing lineup, but I think he's going to have a huge impact as a six, as a sixth man coming off the bench. And, you get and it's not that expensive a deal. It's just a two-year deal, player option in the second <laughs> deal, and it's around $9 million. So it's not that huge of a deal. So I'm not exactly that upset about it. I'm just worried like like you are, and like I'm sure Jamie is when we get on here on the second. I'm just worried that the Lakers are not going to be able to have that kind of advantage that they did last year as far as height, bulk, strength, things of that nature that they were able to it go ahead and depends on what fall. happens the rest of the rest of the free agency. Yeah, that's um, true. One thing that one thing you got to look at what the Lakers did is they replaced three players. They replaced Rondo, uh, Danny, and the third guy I'm thinking of that they replaced. Are you talking about Dwight Howard? Uh, Dwight Howard. And, and and they replaced them with Harold. With Matthews, they replaced Matthews them with Schroeder. And, uh, Schroeder, Schroeder. The total net effect of those three replacements is to add 25.4 points per game more on the Lakers offense. So one of the big handicaps that the Lakers had all year was if LeBron and AD didn't score, they didn't have a third scorer to go. Now they've got two guys that averaged 18 points per game, both off the bench, now inserted into that roster and rotations. And that's going to really take a great deal of pressure off of the Lakers' defense. And they still have some great defenders because I think for sure, in my opinion, Matthews is going to be a better defender on the same type of people that Danny Green tried to guard. I think Schroeder's going to be a better defender than KCP, and uh, oh, KCP was the third guy bringing back. Schroeder's going to be an excellent defender. He's great on point guards. He can't cover bigger two guards and threes the way that maybe Green could. No, but, but he can guard the same guys that Rajon Rondo. And he can do what Avery Bradley did. He can really hound a guy full court, and the guy's got a lot of dog in him. He's not. He doesn't back away from anybody. So I'm. The real key to us is is that we've got to get Marcus All. Gasol is actually comes out statistically better in almost every single category when compared to Ibaka. Um, he shot the same percentage from three. He's he's a much better playmaker, three and a half assists versus 1.4 assists. And he's a guy who's a perfect matchup against Jokic. He's the key to us having a stretch five out there, uh, making everything go. And I think the Lakers have a good have a good reign on him. A chance to be a championship, to end his career where he started it drafted by the Lakers in 2005, returns to win a championship in 2021. Uh, that's a perfect story. Um, we just have to be able to work something out where we can dump dump McGee's 4.2 million, get a little extra money so that we can give Markeith Morris a little more than he would get playing with his brother on the Clippers. Uh, and then we'll be set. I think the pieces are in line and it's up to, it's up to Rob Palenka now to do his magic. The thing I want to say is this, that it's going to be difficult for the defensive end because I think that's where it comes down to. The Lakers won. You know, people talk about the third man all, all year long. We always talked about the third man. And the third man was the defense for us as a team. And we keep trying to get Jamie Sweet in here, and I'm sorry that uh, he can't. He's having some technical difficulties. 
But uh, right now, the third man is defense for the Lakers. And not having that to the level I think that they should have it is kind of concerning to me. But then again, Mark Gonzal, he looked really old last year. Uh, I'm not, there's no better way to say it. I mean, he's, he's looked really old. So hold on, Tom, hold on. You, you could say all you want about the numbers and whatnot, but the eye test is also there. And he just wasn't as effective as, as he was in the championship year. He just didn't look it. He looked uh, sometimes forgotten about in the offense of Toronto. Hopefully if he does sign here, he can find a better fit and maybe find a little bit of rejuvenation because he is a former defensive player of the year. But Again, he's at the tail end of his career, so we'll see what happens. We, I mean, Dwight Howard was at, is at the tail of his career, so maybe you can find the same elixir for him. So I'm going to be hopeful for that if they do sign him. But I'm, I'm still concerned at this point in time that the Lakers don't have everything that they need to go ahead and go to war right now in the same way that they did last year. They may not have as many pieces, but they still have pieces to put out five guys on the court that can really play defense. Because you start, you start with with Schroeder at the point. You bring in Matthews at the small at, at the two spot. You've got LeBron at the three spot. You got at the four spot. You hopefully will have Morris. And and while we're all concerned about the center situation, once we get to the playoffs, we have the best center in the NBA in Anthony Davis. You've got Kuzma, who actually showed he can play very well against Star. Scoring twos and threes. As long as they're not named Michael Porter Jr. Suddenly shifted and is going to become, uh, uh, you know, just a three-point shooting wild bunch of guys that can't play defense. We can put together a death squad that will go out there and can basically shut down anybody in the league. As long as it's not Michael Porter Jr. and he's not doing a pump fake. Because, you (laughs) you know, somebody's got to tell Kuzma, Kuzma, there is this thing called the pump fake. And you pump fake, you must stay down on the floor. Please stay down on the floor. But yes, his, his, isn't it amazing to know that Kuzma survived? Yes, it's amazing he that so far, he so far, so far, so far. But uh, you know, I, I've only traded him twice today. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's let's low for you. <laughs> but I'm glad that he is uh, still part. I mean, obviously his defense has improved, but. Yeah, him going forward, we're not sure exactly if he's going to stay on the team or not. I mean, Montrezl Harrell's going to be an issue. He's got to prove it to us. Offense is not the issue. The fact is, can he also combine a chemistry that worked for him because he was a tremendous pick-and-roll player? He can't do much else outside of that, an offensive rebound and and do things like that for you. But he's not an outside shooter. you got to create a pick-and-roll scenario with him. Don't give it to him down low or post up because he wasn't really that great at that. It reminds me a lot of Dwight Howard in that sense. Pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll with Montrez. If you learn, if you you know, if you develop an offense which can incorporate him on that, that's that's good. While you're here, my friend, can you go ahead and talk a little bit about Montrez Harold? Because I don't know how much longer your internet is going to agree with you. But tell me about Montrez Harold and what's your thoughts on it. I don't know. Yeah, my I'm uh, out in the woods here. It seems like uh, our connection is killing me today. Uh, I'm super excited about Trey, even if he's just a pick and pop threat. Like I- I'm excited about it. It's a better take than Jay Williams trying to tell all of us that Andrew Bogut could shoot from the perimeter. Oh Gerald. yeah, don't get me started on that one. But <laughs> Clippers kind of blew it. Seems like they really couldn't like get anything together. 
We'll wait and see on Montrez Harrell. I mean, obviously they're going to have to develop more of a pick and roll game with him because that's the only thing I saw that he really could do. I'd like to see what type of broadening they could do for him. I still have issues with him on the defensive end and also as a free thrower. But, you know, his points coming off the bench could be a very good thing for the Lakers. Obviously, shoring up that end, not having to rely with Caruso. Because if you do have Schroeder and Montrez Harrell coming off the bench, that could be something where Caruso, hey, just go and defend. That's all we need you to do. You don't need to do anything else. Just go and defend. So that could be a good thing. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. I want to go ahead and talk about Wesley Matthews real quick. I think that's a solid addition right there. Hopefully we can get one good year out of him. You know, I know he's 34, but I know he's coming off as well a couple years removed from an Achilles injury, but he did provide a good year for Milwaukee. Tom, can you go ahead and talk a little real quick about Wesley Matthews? Let me let me add just a quick aside on, on how to use Montrez Harrell. I think he's going to come off the bench for sure. I'm a little mixed as to whether or not Schroeder is going to come off the bench, but I think we're going to see three three guys that really fit well together are AD and Schroeder and Harrell. Yeah, I think Schroeder's going to start personally. Schroeder, I think Schroeder's going to start, but I think that what you're going to see is that when they when they bring that first substitution in and AD moves to the five, I think you're going to see Harrell come in at the four, even though he played almost exclusively a five with the Clippers. Because you want him playing with AD because then you've got one guy who can stretch the floor and you got a guy who can who can attack the basket. And then you want Schroeder playing with him because Schroeder is a great pick and roll guy and he's so quick that they you cannot you, you it's really hard to stop him from driving to the basket. He was one among the top ten in the league in getting to the hoop. And that's exactly the kind of guy who point guard who can open up the easy plays for lobs to Harold. So I think you'll see a lot of them playing together. I think that what one of the best moves that Rob Palinka did was being able to swap out Danny Green for Les- Wesley Matthews. Because you're talking here about a thirty a three million five guy for a tw- for a fifteen million guy, and their stats are almost identical. And if you watched any of the games that we played against the Bucks this year, there's maybe not a better defender against LeBron James out there than Wesley Matthews. He, and he did a fabulous job uh, also guarding Kawhi Leonard in the games that they played against the Clippers. So he's an uh, inch shorter, but about 20 pounds heavier than Green is. And he's able to stay in, he has the quickness to stay in front of players that Danny didn't have. So I think there's a, there's a good chance that if Schroeder doesn't start, 
that you could see KCP and Matthews start, which is a pretty good defensive combination. And it's very similar to the starting lineup guard, starting backcourt that we had most of the regular season when it was basically KCP and Danny Green. So it's going to be an interesting situation. I think KCP is a starter for sure. Then the question is whether or not you, you move him to the two and bring in Schroeder or whether you bring in Wesley Matthews for defense. Once Frank decides, probably that's how it's going to be for the whole season because we know Frank doesn't like to change his starting lineups very often. Another thing, though, is that we've got a lot of new players on the team, and it's almost like they were listening to you, Gerald, when you were talking about how that wear and tear on LeBron and AD. Rather than bringing back the old crew, we, we got rid of two 35-year-olds and two 34-year-olds and one 33-year-old and replaced them with guys that are younger. We now have a well, they get a 34-year-old. Wesley is third 30, 34. Yeah, but but of the 10 players that are on the roster now, if you count AD, who hasn't actually signed, seven out of those 10 players are the same age or younger than Anthony Davis. And the Lakers have suddenly become a much younger team, and I think that that's going to be something when you look at the schedule that's coming up that's going to be a huge advantage because we've got a lot of young legs now to go out there and and a lot of points to be scored that will allow LeBron and AD to take their time during the regular season. One thing I want to ask you, Sean, is KCP. KCP, that was uh, a little bit out there. He was getting offers from all over the place. It was rumored that he could have been going to New York. He could have been going here. could have been going there. He did ultimately sign for the Lakers uh, three years, 40, although the third year is partial guarantee. But sports doing it again. And with Montrez, it's clutch, so it's become more clutch than normal. So I want to ask you this, Sean. When it comes to KCP signing, 13 was right around where Tom and I had said is probably the limit on where we'd go. So I think I'm okay with it. I think he got a nice raise, a well-deserved raise. I'm hoping for the same type of consistency. But even if it, he does, it goes back to reverts to a year where he had, like last year, where it's like, eh, you know, that made all the Lakers fans cringe out there. You can easily trade that contract and get something that may or build to something better with it. So KCP right now, I think is a really solid deal. I I, I don't have a problem with it. Neither do I. I. I actually think the contract is really fair for the player and the team. He could revert to his old streaky self, but I think we're going to see the best version of KCP this upcoming year. According to Bobby Marks, his contract actually would start at $12 million this year and would slowly go up. Well, it's an average so around a little over $13 million. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But with that contract, the Lakers fall just underneath the, the hard cap, I believe. Uh, uh, according to all the, the numbers I'm reading, we're just a little, a hair under a million under that. So we're going to spend the next next few weeks discovering who the next five Lakers are. I, I think KCP's contract is great. And like you said, Gerald, if we need to move on from him, he makes enough that we can put him in a trade. It's not like we're trading a rookie contract here. There's and he's younger than Danny Green, so it's deal. not exactly <laughs> as hard of a deal to do. So, no. I mean. Uh, yeah, I no, exactly. Yeah. Jamie, I finally got you here. Sounds like we um, got you live. Sounds yeah, like you're I'm not frozen ice, man. 
Unfortunately, no. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to have to ditch what you said earlier because it sounded really, really bad. <laughs> no, okay. But go no, ahead. Hey, your quick, no, your quick thoughts on Montrezl Harrell and then also tell us about KCP coming back. I love all three, and I'll tell you why. You can trade Trey's contract for the same reasons you can trade KCP's. He's a young player who is good at what he does. He sets great screens. He's going to help younger, faster version of Dwight, frankly. I think with a little more touch from the outside than Dwight shows. And that's all I'm saying. I think that there's a little bit more there. I know he's not going to be rated. He's not a stretchy thing. I'm not trying to say anything like that. But if he can help by doing the things he's great at and i think him picking him up and that whole dwight saga was so but picking him up over dwight is a huge benefit because there's you're not going to get any dwight if dwight doesn't work out this year you're just kind of stuck with it i mean you could wave him i guess but like this is a, a much better position for the future in terms of you know player that can pay off right now and if it doesn't work out as well as expected or some other player comes along kcp and Trey are a great package along with kuzma at any point this year to get a player of, of solid impact from a multitude of teams who may end up in a buyer's market, maybe quickly, depending on how this crazy turnaround season goes and how the NBA literally just like reinvented itself overnight. Like it was just like, okay, that, <laughs> that was well, one of the, well, the thing is, things I've ever seen in the last 36 hours. Dwight Howard, if he makes Embiid too mad, he could become on the he could get on back on the Lakers by the end of the season. You never know. So same way we picked up Markeith Morris, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and that's a terrible fit in my opinion. It's that is a bad fit for Dwight. I I, I mean, I they have to be thinking to trade Simmons at this point because it, it, that I don't understand how that makes I, I, that was special. It would be better with a McGee, somebody who's a little not just planted in the paint, but I mean, whatever. It, it is what it is. Like, I think that 76ers team might might go down in flames this year. I have a, I have a, I have a, well, I have a bad feeling about they, that one. Go ahead, Sean. They made a terrible trade. They traded Zaire Smith to Detroit right. for no. center Tony Orlando. You know why they traded Tony, for him? Tony Bradley. Tony Orlando was tie yellow Tony ribbon Bradley. around the yeah. – you, know, you know what I meant. You know what I meant. Oh, man. Tony Bradley. Excuse I want us to trade for Captain <laughs> Antonio. Anyway. <laughs> That's, Are that's, we going to Donnie and Osmond next? <laughs> but I, I will say this. That's, I know, I know. Don't worry, That's a Tom, terrible trade. Terrible trade. Yeah, I, don't no, know I was going to say that's a terrible trade. Zaire Smith has, uh, has a future as a really good guard in this league. And all Philly did was basically say, yeah, Dwight might go weird on us. So they brought somebody in just in case. Right. Like eight well, Dwight, Dwight went weird on us right when he sent out his little little Instagram post that he, oh, he was coming back to join the oh, Lakers. My God. Well, and I, he misinterpreted the Lakers talking about a possible contract with an actual offer. Yeah. And then he immediately had to cancel <laughs> it out because the Lakers told him, Well, hold on a second, Dwight. We gotta check right. with we gotta check with the front yeah. office. This was not an offer. That, that story was Talk so interesting. How like, well, yeah, and he like waited a whole hour, and then Philly was like, veteran minimum, and he's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, right. and the thing okay. is, like you said, okay. they now have like four centers on there, five centers, right. and for Daryl Morey, who didn't want any centers on Houston, right. they have to go from zero to five. 
it's just mind-boggling to me what they're doing in Philadelphia. I, some of it I, good, some of it not. They're just putting all these. They, I mean, it's like the New York Knicks are just throwing all these things together and see if it's going right. to stick. Philly added Philly added shooting though. He yeah, did they, did shooting. Shooting. they did add shooting. They did add shooting. I will say, I will say, you can get away with that in the East. You can get away with that in yeah. the East. You can sneak into the six through eight spot doing that in the East. So like, it's wacky, but it's not like Looney Tunes wacky. It's like okay, but I don't. I, I think Murray's like maybe a quarter done i think he's probably got like 800 moves still to go i'm sure uh, he does and but, i i you know something to remember for the salary cap match i mentioned the cap and I, I don't know who our two-way players are this year but those don't count against the cap and so i think you could end up seeing a little bit of uh at least costas i'm not sure i, I think uh, because he's a second round draft pick you can't do that with tht he's under whatever his deal is i think it's not it's, it's well you're gonna, tom is gonna like this he, you're gonna have to see more of tht whether sure. we like I, it or I, not, so I, I, I like the Lakers, it. I like the Lakers it. coaches predicted that that he was going to be part of the rotation this year. Oh, I'm, I I'm thought not, it was no I'm mistake not, that he got playoff time. Kind of iffy on that, but go ahead. Jamie. I, yeah, I, I, I mean, he got playoff time. That was a big, big, big and he indicator well that there was, he was there. high. And in the first half, no, exactly. In the first half, he basically like helped back up LeBron and AD. I'm not trying to say he came anywhere close to you know filling those shoes. But, I mean, against a Houston team that, uh, you know, a lot of people thought would give the Lakers a harder time than they did, he he showed up pretty well. I mean, in a way, it was just another kind of like thumb at the nose of what the Rockets had done all along, which is we want all the stars. We're going to, you know, and it's a, it was great versus glamour. He's got wiggle room to get to the rim that a lot of guys don't have. He reminds me a lot of, of waiters in that sense that, that – but I've got, I mean, I've got four words, him. though, you that are going to be told. They're going to be asked. They're going to be said. But can he shoot? That's the thing. That's that's, that's the problem. That's the way he's going to be able to stick in this league. That's the way he's yeah. going to be able to stick on a rotation. He's going to have a, if or you're can gonna, he play defense? Well, if he's his seven team, one has hands like same size. Have all, well, we'll see. I'm very leery about THD again because of the fact that I think he's very athletic. But you're talking about putting essentially a rookie in there because he has very had very minimal any NBA time. But he's going to have the chance now over the course of the next few months, like we talked about, because you're going to see less LeBron, you're going to see less AD, you're going to see less of the individuals that you're normally seeing because of, of the chance to go ahead and get some rest or, or these back-to-back-to-back deals or all these things that they're proposing in the schedule. So you will get a chance to see THD. So this is his time to go ahead and prove to me and prove to everyone out there that he is worthy of the time that's going to be allotted to him. But guys... Oh, go ahead. Go it ahead, a, it is a, I'm sorry. It is a prove-it-to-me league, and I think that's spot on, Joe. We're going to see a lot of games where the leading scorer for the Lakers is going to be Dennis Schroeder or <laughs> Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell. Yeah, I, I can see that, especially the first, like, two months. They added 24 points to the roster, to the rotation with just those two guys. Well, then, like, Schroeder and, and Trey are going to make magic together. Again, they for me, play- though, it comes down to playoffs, and you play defense in the playoffs. A lot of that scoring goes away, and it comes down to can you play the defense. Schroeder, I think, can play the defense. I've seen him 100%. play the defense. Montrez, again, he was he better not be in there for the fourth quarter for a lot of these games because he was, for the Clippers, he was a minus in the playoffs. You saw yeah. him statistically be someone that they could not rely on, and that's something I co- worry when about. When your coach puts when your coach puts Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell on the floor to close games, right. that tells you work. what the team's orientation for defense is, which right. is not a. It'll be a different story, and 
Well, they'll pick the places. They'll pick the places where Trez will play, and so. he'll have to play. He'll have to learn to play better defense, better team defense, or he won't get minutes. I hope so. And it's a it's only a two year contract, so I'm not too. And it's a second year on it's his part. Bad. One year contract. He's got a player option, and you know he's right. going to get bigger offers next year. Oh yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. Cap space next year. Go ahead, Sean. What? Sorry, James. Go yeah, ahead. Sean. I was just going to say what 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 Doc did was stretch out that lineup, like. For example, there'd be times in the game where he'd switch offense for defense. He'd have Lou Williams in an offensive possession with 30 seconds left. And then if there was 12 seconds left and they had a two-point lead, he'd substitute Lou Williams for Bev. And he did he did the same thing with Harrell at times. He would substitute Harrell and bring in Zubats. Uh, I mean, one thing was clearly demonstrable of this season is that Kawhi did not like playing with Montrose Harrell. For whatever reason, a lot of people love to love to talk about Kawhi and that he's the Terminator and he doesn't really show a lot of emotion. There were times when he was visibly frustrated at Montrose Harrell and everybody in the arena knew it. So before we head on... the other way around, because Harrell didn't like playing with Kawhi either. So... And, you know... When you when you score two points in the fourth quarter in a closeout game for your team, you don't have much that you can go and argue about other players not carrying their load. Kawhi Leonard, you know. Yeah, no, uh, but but here's the thing: Ka- Kawhi's played with uh, with a variation of centers. He played with Aaron Baines. He's played with Marc Gasol. He's played with Jonas Valanciunas. So for him to kind of call Montrezl Harrell out for his defense, it's just it's strange to me. He's he's played with a variation of people. He's not a center. Problem. He's six seven. He's really not a center. You don't. He played nothing but center for the Clippers. It's ridiculous. Would anybody have rather seen PJ Tucker for the money we gave Montrezl Harrell? I would have. You would have gone with you would have gone with PJ Tucker on that. You know, I've gone back and forth on that a little bit. I I wouldn't for this. I wouldn't for the following reason. I think one of the things that the Lakers realize is. With the depressed salary cap being 112 million next year and 76 million promised to LeBron and AD, another another 16 million to fill 10 roster spots, you're left with 20 million dollars. You're not going to get a superstar for that. So the only way you get a superstar if you have two superstars on max contracts right now is you trade for the guy who's going to be given a max contract. Then you leverage that 125% more that you can less than 80%. You send out 80% of what he's getting paid. You get him inside, and then you max him with his bird rights so that you can go way over the cap to do it. That's the only way you can get it. So what have we done this year? We've gone out and we have three contracts from guys. We have Schroeder, KCP, and Harrell, all on contracts. The total of those three contracts happens to be $40 million. What? 35% of the salary cap happens to be $39 million. The Lakers are know that that's why they're giving this KCP the three-year contract. They know they can't get a third superstar unless they trade for a guy and use bird rights to go over the cap. So they've gotten now pieces that they didn't have last year because Kawhi prevented them from doing it. This year, they haven't hesitated, and that's one of the reasons why I thought the Herald deal was a great deal to be made because you had an opportunity to get a trading piece here that is going to be a desirable asset 
and you get to that situation. And, and, and so if it's a and you're about this year, Depot, correct? if it's a Zach Levine, if it's a, you know, a whole bunch of guys coming up in the next couple of years for who are going to want max contracts and their teams aren't going to give it to them because of the economy. And these are the guys that you trade, and that's how you get that third superstar while LeBron still is a is a force in the league. But that's only if Harold picks up next year's option. He'll that's pick it up because he's going to make more, more than $9.3 million. $9.3 million was depressed because only four teams had cap space over the over the MLE. No, no, no. What I'm next saying is you're not – you're There's going to be 30 teams with cap space. No, I'm, I'm just saying that I think it, that's if he picks it up. But you're saying he's not going to pick it up because he's going to go ahead and get it, look for a better deal next year. Well, he's going he's gonna to exercise his player option next year is what I'm saying for sure. Okay, well, then it becomes trade bait for you next year. KCP becomes trade bait for you next year. So you can ultimately get someone that's a, maybe a higher caliber player if you go ahead and trade those contacts, contracts. Yeah, if trading, they is the only, trading is the only way you can do it because you can leverage yourself up to get yeah, yeah. 125% back on what you send out, and then you can take that player with 125% and you can max him no matter how much just because you have bird rights on him. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the world champion, Los Angeles Lakers, well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Well, it's been a great conversation so far, and I truly appreciate you guys going ahead and being part of it. But before we head on out, I want to go ahead and hear your thoughts on, since NBA free agency is technically not over yet, there's still more free agents out there. I want to go ahead and hear your guys' thoughts on who we need to go after. Obviously, Laker Tom is is hoping and praying that we do you know, slide enough money in there for Marcus Saul. But Laker Tom, do you have any other thoughts on who they might want to add? Markeith Morris is still out there as far as it could be a return there. There's still other players out there that could be a benefit. Or could a Bogdanovich trade be in the offering? Well, I think the Bogdanovich trade is dead at this point in time, unless the Kings decide to match it. And then, then but then he's got a contract already, and, and all of a sudden you're – You've got you've got a higher price that we can't trade for because we don't have the assets to trade. You can't turn these guys around that you just signed a contract until I think it's the middle of December now. I think that when you look at the roster, our our biggest single need obviously is for a starting center. Right now, all we have is Javale McGee because I don't consider Harold to be a center. I consider him to be a power forward. So I, I think we're going to get rid of McGee and hopefully we're going to get Gasol. Then the next step that we need is we probably need a, another point guard. We need a point guard on a, on a minimum contract because we can't otherwise, if, if, uh, if uh, Dennis gets hurt, you know, then we're really in tough shape. Well, hold on. Let me ask you this. Did you, you the kid that you told me say, welcome to the, the kid that they brought the undrafted kid out of Michigan. Mm-hmm. I watched some footage on him. Uh, 
A good shooter? No, he's not. He's actually not a good shooter. Thirty percent, but he can get. No, no, well, hold on, hold on. His if you looked at his totals, career totals, his years between free throw and three point would alternate between bad and worse each and every year. Plus, he's the only six footer I know that has developed a running hook shot. So that was kind of weird and strange. But you know what? He is a good playmaker and passer. So for the G League, he might be able to work out or on a two way. But I don't see him making a big impact. Is there for a maybe a backup point guard? Who would you have in mind? Austin Rivers, if he goes for the minimum. He just signed with the Knicks. Oh, did he? He won't go for the minimum. Yes. Too bad. He won't go for the minimum. No, I would say Jeff Teague, DJ Augustine. Jeff Teague just signed with Boston. Augustine signed. Oh, Augustine signed as well. Sorry. 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 So we need we need a point guard. We need a point guard. We need a point guard at some point, and we need another small forward. Yes. Big reason that I've been a little hesitant, even though even though I've I've had Kuzma in a couple of trades, I had him, I had Kuzma and McGee in a trade to the uh, Raptors, three-year contract for Gasol, but the second and third year is not guaranteed, and uh, Chris Boucher, which I thought would be a nice swap. While we're I'm not going to give up Boucher. Boucher is a nice uh, young talent. Um, well, Kuzma's a, Kuzma's just a talented as Boucher. It's just a different level of talent and different. So I had that as a possible trade. Then I, then you know, you you look down the road, and we just have to. At some point in time, you have to get Gasol because he's the key. You can go out and find a backup center. There are still guys out there. I think Cousins obviously is probably one of the people that the Lakers are going to bring in. I was going to shoot at someone who we know that that uh, we're very familiar with here on the show. That Dwayne Dedman, uh, Dwayne Dedman uh, just got released like by Dedman. Detroit. Had did, had a horrible year last year, but the year before, yeah. as not only as far as block shots, rebounding, and also three point shooting, he's a name that could go out there for the minimum because he's on a contract now that he just got away from. He still has to make thirteen million dollars, so. Could be a name to be interested in. Yeah, just, but just I, put out and a former Trojan fight on. Got a lot of centers, but they, you know, you just, you're not going to cut a guy like that. He'll get, he, he'll he's already right. been cut. He's all he's he's been cut. Dwayne Dedman's already gone. Yeah. Has he been cut? Yeah, because remember Detroit collected like 17 centers in the past week. I know they had a whole bunch of centers. I yeah. I didn't know that they cut him already. Yeah, they um, cut I, him. Already. I think Dwayne would be a good catch. I think Boogie's going to be one of the centers. You know. Small forward, you know, the, the other side of it is that all of a sudden we don't have any small forwards to back up LeBron. Well, if you, if you get Cousins, do you need Gasol? No. Yes, because nobody knows what you're going to get with Cousins. I mean, I'm the biggest boogie supporter. I think he could be terrific, but the initial readings were he wasn't even going to be ready to play on December 1st when, or December 22nd when the league started. And- I think that's why you do hold on to McGee because then you're just I don't I don't see why this it's so terrible to hold on especially well you got to get rid of McGee because you can't keep McGee and get and get more the four million problem sure but I I mean let's say that the let's say that Gasol is like he became totally unplayable in the playoffs I mean totally unplayable. And he was that way in the second half of the year and in the bubble too. Jamie, need I go ahead and send you a entire list of podcasts from the month of September and October know. and tell no. you Laker talk each and every episode? No, need I, need not, I, no? Do I need you to send no, you a whole set? Do not, I need to send like on a gift yeah, box or something like that? I love like as a guy and I love the way that he that he accepted the diminished role. And and I mean, I heard somebody suggest that, that, we, that we trade him for the 15th man. Uh, to replace uh, to replace Jared Dudley, 
the league's best 15th man. Um, <laughs> but you can't have two, you can't have two cheerleaders. Oh my God. Well, well, Dudley's well, a, a lot wiser and smarter basketball player. Go ahead, go ahead, Sean. Than, than McGee is. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, no, no, I was going to say, I, I love JaVale's game and his personality. And for the most part, I love his time as a Laker, although I do have to agree with Tom. I thought in the second half of the season, his production and his motivation, I thought, tailed off. Now, to be fair to him, health is always a concern with this man because if he does get sick, if he gets a flu, if he gets pneumonia, it's not like uh, it's like a video game where he's rated an 85 and he has the flu for two weeks and he comes back and he's an 85 again. It doesn't work like that with JaVale. It takes him a good month, six weeks yeah. to just get over, you know, a flu or pneumonia. And that's also a concern now with a pandemic and we're in the flu season again. So <laughs> on top of the cards, uh, one got. One guy I have circled right now that I, I would hope at least he would be listening to is Garrett Temple. Garrett hmm. Temple has just been been released by the Nets. And, uh, without Kyrie there. Well the thing oh, go I ahead, Gerald. the thing I want to ask you this is is he a better option than Quinn Cook? And we just waved Quinn Cook, which That's uh, what I'm saying. it's kind of disappointed. Uh I understand he didn't get much time with the Lakers, but he does provide a, a three-point shot. I know he can't do much for you on the defensive end, and our Laker Tom is probably not in love with him. But Garrett Temple's a little bit bigger, uh, can play a little bit better defense, but not quite as consistent from the outside. So I think we'll put things in perspective no. there. Yeah, no, he, he he's not the greatest outside shooter, but he can run a team. Yeah. So I, I, I just feel having a guy like that, you know, like Tom said, if if Schroeder's ankle twists up or he gets a hit one or something, at least you could have Garrett Temple there to, to help Alex Caruso or Wes Matthews in the backcourt. Well, there you go. There, there's a good I mean, idea. You know, Caruso's our backup point guard at this point in time. Uh, Jamie? Although, although LeBron's really the starting point guard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yes. let's put things in perspective, Tom. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. LeBron's number one. <laughs> Schroeder's going to be right there starting or playing off him and also be the backup point. You need a third. Garrett Temple wouldn't be a bad deal uh, at all. But, Jamie, if there's anybody that you're looking at, I mean, Laker Tom suggested a few. I suggested a couple. Sean has suggested a couple. Is there any other names that you would like to have that's out there that's feasible at this point in time? Uh, I mean, nobody jumps out at me. I mean, we're really talking about guys who are going to be, you know, eighth, ninth rotation players on this team. So I, I feel like it's 13th rotation players. Right, exactly. You know, we're, we're, we're talking about guys who we're hoping don't get hurt. I, I don't know that, I don't know that JaVale's contract is that tradable. I don't know that we're going to be able to move him without Second including round. a resource. Second round pick will do it. I, I feel Talk to like, Oklahoma yeah, City. Maybe, They'll take maybe. anything. I don't know. I, I, who needs <laughs> I guess Call yeah. them up and yeah. say, we'll take it. Or Detroit. Uncle, Detroit needs Uncle more Homer's, centers. Oklahoma City is like, I know, I know. And the Knicks do, too. The yes. Knicks need an all 12 foot every year. Oh my God. Dude, I can't. Yes. Uh, they actually could as could Boston, but I don't, I don't know what happened to Boston. Nobody, uh, people leave Boston as if they're uh, about to be murdered there or something. It's like, uh, I mean, now Jason Tatum, are... he took $200 million. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, well, those guys, those guys are obviously the, 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 you know, the franchise has made a new secret that they are their future. And and the guy I wish we'd gotten instead of, of instead of Harold that I would have gone after is Christian Wood signed a deal for thirteen million a year. He signed yeah, a but- deal. I think I think that I think you get a toughness with with Harold that you wouldn't get with Wood. I think that that Wood has. So you get a physicality. You get a physicality that reminds me of Dwight. That's exactly. And, and a trip exactly on his shoulder because of the Clippers. I can't wait till we play the Clippers. We'll see. I mean, I'm not. Let's 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 see how we ease into the season here after two months off. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. That's why I'm glad we got Schroeder. Like I think that's good. Uh, all, the guys, guys, got, all the guys we got have dog in them. That that's the one thing I do like. Okay, yeah. well, but let Jamie uh, let, well let Jamie finish on exactly what he was yeah. trying to say. Go well, ahead, Jamie. I, would, I would just like to see us pick up. I would like to see us pick up another point guard. I, I'm fine with I'm fine with rolling with uh, I'm fine with rolling with McGee at the five, Trey at some spot five, AD at some spot five. Um, everybody get, at spot five. Uh, everybody, LeBron at the spot five. You know, Caruso spot five. Whoever. Uh, <laughs> LeBron Caruso would be a better spot five. The there you go. Caruso would do it. He'd LeBron be like, the roster when we start the season. Exactly. But, uh, but I, I, I think that uh, you know we'll we'll see how it goes. I, I think Gasol's out of reach. I would I would love for us to get Gasol. I personally feel like he's out of reach. Uh, I'm a big fan of both Gasol brothers. I don't know if Pau Gasol is unretired 100 percent or is retired 100. percent I would almost do him. No, you're saying no, Joe. I, I do Pau Gasol to the same level of confidence that I would play Boogie Cousins at this point. I, I would expect the exact same amount out of either one. I know, I know, it's crazy. Cousins Just looked because, pretty good in this workout. Yeah, but I mean, he's looked good every summer leading up, and then something terrible happens. So at this point, it's you know, it's the same thing with T- Tucker. You know, I, I love. I'm a huge Boogie Cousins fan. Um, I have wanted Cousins to be on the Lakers for forever uh when we didn't trade him for andrew bynum i was like st- uh, incredibly annoyed and i'm still t- annoyed to this day about it but i mean we're talking about a guy who's gone through an achilles injury and a knee injury and as we've seen with a lot of players that is a lot to overcome and and contribute at a high level in the nba at the, at the nba level so uh, 10 minutes out of Gasol or 10 minutes out of Cousins and who breaks down first is really is really the question that well, we're Gasol, Gasol hasn't had those major injuries that's the big difference yeah that's what I, that's and what, once you have one of those injuries there's another 10 or 20 percent higher but problem Gasol has had some issues with his feet because and plus he's 40 he, he's, he's 40. He seems like he's 40. I think he's 48. I think he's 48. I think he's 90. No, uh, he's, <laughs> he looked really slow uh, in Milwaukee. But Sean, You'd be surprised how much, how much younger he looks when he plays with LeBron and AD. Uh, I, I would go I, with Deadman. I would I would think Deadman's the younger. Ladies. Plus, I, I have some inside intel that he's been working hard out there. But go ahead, Sean. Uh, so, so our, our Deadman information is coming from Raphael, I presume. I'm not saying that either. Which way? <laughs> Go ahead, Sean. The the information. I'm I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying Some that cousin who talked to somebody's brother, who's talked to somebody something like that, something like that. Who, yes. Uh, I'm not going to say who gave me that information, but I have sources. But go ahead, Sean. Uh, you're, you wanted you raised your hand in class. Go ahead. I Sean. know that's your Twitter handle. I have sources. Your uh, burner Twitter handle. Yes. Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to say, I have more faith now that we can trade a contract after seeing the general job that Mitch Kupchak did with this uh, Batum situation. Yeah, you 
know what, Mitch? We'd like to get something back in this tr- in this transaction if we could. How about you just trade us Nicholas Batum for Gordon Hayward? Well, Nicholas Batum has been waived. And, 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 no, I would love to Nicholas Batum. He'd be he'd solve our small forward problem. Mm. Yeah, but this is what this is what happened though. Like Ange asked Cupjack to include him in the trade, and they laughed at him. I'd rather waive Nicholas Batum and pay him nine million dollars not to play for me than tr- to trade him to Ainge. Oh, there you to go. You. Well, I- <laughs> he, did the sign- he did the sign and trade last year. They did that sign and trade last year. Yeah, you know, I was surprised that they didn't do it this year. Well, they're not. Uh, but I mean, are, are you are you seriously going to call up Mitch Kupchak, formerly of the Lakers, and Michael Jordan, formerly of the Chicago Bulls, who you have a personal rivalry with? I mean, Michael Jordan hates your guts, <laughs> and you're going to call up and have the balls to ask uh, Mitch Kupchak to include Nicholas Batum right. in a trade so you don't get hard tapped. Oh my God! I could just see Mitch Kupchak and Rich Cho just laughing their asses off as they hung up the phone. All right, all right. So we're we're gonna go ahead and, and close off at that because uh, when it gets into old Mitch Kupchak jokes, I'm not exactly. Not, you know, I still have bad memories. We still remember. We're still living through still the Luol, Yeah, we're still paying for Mitch Kupchak's actions. But before hey, we had, what happens? What happens uh, with the Dang deal if the Dang request gets approved? Uh, then it changes everything, and we'll let Mitch Kupchak off the hook then, because you know Mitch Kupchak did help us win two titles. <laughs> no, we won't. So. No, we won't. We uh, won't. You know, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. He was there. He was the GM. He helped. He 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 engineered the Pau Gasol trade. So we'll give him he a little bit. He was fine until he paired up with Jimmy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Those, yeah then he that went all down from there. But okay. Before we head on out, we want to go ahead and give everybody a chance to go ahead and plug what they're doing for Lakerholics.com. I do want to thank all the people that have been watching. I know we've had a great crowd watching our banter back and forth today, even with all of our technical issues. But I want to thank you for bearing with us and truly appreciate it. Well, it's not just you. I know Sean has had a little bit of issues there as well. Laker Tom, I'm going to start with you. You've got 5,000 articles in the chamber going on at Lakerholics.com. So tell us what's going on with Lakerholics.com and your site as well. You've also got a medium.com article site where you've got a lot, a lot of articles going up there as well. I'm in the middle of an article that uh, really? will probably be posted tomorrow. <laughs> um, and the, the subject is how, uh, is basically how uh, Rob Palenka has smartly positioned the Lakers to be a much younger team. And uh, and how he's abandoned the chasing the cap space for Giannis situation, and it goes on to talk about the same things that I mentioned earlier that the route for the route for a third superstar for the Lakers is still alive, but it's just not going to be signing somebody with cap space and free agency. Instead, it's going to be putting together a portfolio of tradable assets that that uh, are flexible enough so that you can get somebody who is on the verge of becoming a star. So that you can then use caps, use bird rights in order to, to sign them and get that third superstar that we need to have. And I think that uh, this is a much, much sounder uh, and more sustainable approach toward building a super team. Uh, Rob said during several of his interviews that sustainability, being able to sustainably challenge for the championship every single year, is the goal for the Lakers moving forward. That basically says that we're not going to be a win now for LeBron team. 
And we're also not going to be a, just a build for tomorrow with AD team. We're going to be a team that wants to every year improve. And I think the, the proof of the pudding in that particular statement is how he approached this offseason. There's bigger changes than anybody expected the Lakers to do. All the running back guys have got to be this, you know, shell-shocked right now at the changes that have been made. And there's going to be more changes coming down the pike. Um, and I don't think Kuzma is convinced that – I'm not convinced that Kuzma's out of the woods yet. I think a lot depends upon what happens because we do need to have, we do need to land Gasol and we do need to make some moves to shore up the point guard situation and then we could use another small forward. So there's a, still a lot of work to be done and I'm sure Rob is manning the phones right now and and trying to get trying to get the solutions to those problems because the season is coming upon us very fast. I mean, training camp starts in 6 or 7 days, is it? season starts one month from now, one month from the day, I believe. Yep. And you're just in an accelerated pace. I think we've done a great job in the off season, getting enough new younger bodies in the team that we can really handle a load and give some load management to LeBron and AD uh, and the other players like KCP and so forth, who, who really didn't have any break. It's going to hurt guys like THT who didn't have a whole, summer off season like players normally do to to make that big jump and become a better player so it's going to be it's still a, it's still a great time the site has been so busy that, that yeah, time, I, I want to thank everybody for for hitting up lakerholics.com absolutely God, i have not as, there have been times when i can't my wi-fi won't even get me through to the site without clicking a half a dozen well, times you know what hey, that's okay upgrade your wi-fi you can <laughs> well, no, i'm gonna i'm gonna hook yeah up you can upgrade your wi-fi you know what thank everybody for making it so difficult no, for like your time i wish you would do it more often he would site. post less i've been averaging <laughs> a couple thousand hits on medium every day that, congratulations uh, so it's, tom it's, it's been you know there's been a lot of activity uh, and then and, and uh like it or not the nba is it a 12 month a year situation, even when they compress it, you know, there's no off, there really is no off season when it comes to the NBA. Well, first of all, all kidding aside and our banter aside, congratulations on your success on your medium.com site. Even though I do like the fact that there's so much traffic now that it's hard for you to post that on the Lakerholics.com. So maybe you'll <laughs> allow some of us to go ahead and post some of our stuff. So, yeah, that was really adult, but I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding on that. I, I've been able to keep up hey, with that. I, I, I upgraded my Wi Fi. I upgraded my Wi Fi, so I'm good in and out. When I can't get in, that means something's wrong with your site, like it's been right. hacked or something, but we won't go back to orange juice. I want to go ahead and hit up Jamie right now. I appreciate everything that you're doing with five great things. And first off, before we go ahead and hit it up with you, Jamie, I want to say this. Journey 21485, thank you so much for your comments. It's been great having you watching us for the entire show. Content Creators 805 is back watching us again. CC805, you were with us with throughout the playoffs. I cannot thank you enough for doing so, and it's great to have you here. He's got full confidence in Rob Palenka right now saying it's the GOAT. And you know what? I'm going to have to, too, as well. Even though I am nervous about the Montrez Harrell signing, I am going to go ahead and believe in Rob. Trust uh, in Yeah, I mean, he got us a championship, so I'm going to go ahead and trust him. It is going to be, although the Lakers, they, are, they may petition the league to go ahead and rename the Lakers into Team Clutch. 
Uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. But Jamie, before we head on out, my friend, I want to go Thanks ahead and to Rich Paul. Yes, Rich Paul. Yeah, Rich Paul will become the owner. Two out of three of our guys are clutch guys. Well, I mean, my gosh, just quickly becoming a, a clutch team, but in more ways than one. But I want to hear your thoughts on the way out on what's coming up with five great things. I mean, I'm going to probably wait till a little more dust settles. Uh, I, I had a five great things I was going to do per player, and then it, it, everything just kind of blew up for a day. And I was like, you know, it, it was just, you know, let's let the dust settle a little bit and just see how this ends up. Although I'm, I, I think that there's, I think there's some really interesting looks with what's coming in. So I've got, I've got some, I've got some things coming down the pike. Uh, two or three five great things in regards to not just the players we got, but how they're going to fit with LeBron and AD. Uh, and I think that, you know, we'll see some, we'll see a couple of surprising changes and how some of our younger guys who are still on the team can still grow. Uh, I think Kuzma, Caruso, Tucker, Taylor Horton, Tucker all have room to uh, take a step forward next year. There's some, a little bit of a void on, on some levels. And so it'll well, be the interesting to see how that happens. With those two, with, that's the only, that's the only good thing I see by getting Harrell and also you have Schroeder is that the scoring mentality because they have they because they put up buckets you don't have to tell Kuzma I need you to score 20. No. You could just tell Kuzma just be Kuzma and that's yeah. the best you know just go ahead and do what you can do and that's it don't try to do too much and don't you don't need to worry about becoming third man anymore we're just going to go ahead and wing it and take care it'll take care of itself. I like now that. Now he can become the fifth man. Well, you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll he, if he again, it's a show me league. So well, actually, KCP is probably the fifth man. So he's yeah, been the fifth man. yeah, he's got a, he's got a man here. Go for it. Well, we'll that's going to be hard to do if you already got Montrez and possibly Schroeder coming off the bench as well. But you know, going back to your fifteenth man comment, which you always make with Jared Dudley, <laughs> you know the best 15, the best fifteenth man of the year last year in the NBA just signed for forty one million dollars in Houston. Thank, uh, congratulations to Christian Wood. But going ahead, Sean. He was like the sixth or seventh man on that team. And then oh, worked no. up the third he was 15, He man. started out as the 15th man, Jamie. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It does count to me. It started. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Technicality, technicality. Jared Dudley, Jared Dudley is undefeated as the 15th man of the year. Yeah, no, Jared, Jared, hey, he Jared Dudley. In the NBA. Jared Dudley's not the best 15th man in the NBA. He's going to sign year, again. But. But he does have a championship, so I give him credit for that. Sean, I want to go ahead. I know you've been very patient with us, bantering back and forth as always. But before we head on out, we got to go ahead and hit up what you're going to be writing about when it comes to Lakerholics.com. Well, I definitely I appreciate all of Jared Dudley's contributions, but I'm not going to be speaking about the equivalent of Elmer Fudd on the uh, the Lakers for the Space Jam team. <laughs> Oh, John, come on, man. But anyway, 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 um, I just, I wanted to, uh, you know, the Herald signing has, uh, like, I I consider myself an NBA junkie. I did not hear Harold's name on the Lakers radar at all. No one did. I was really surprised. We should have known it because of Rich Paul. Yeah, but let, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, we should. Yeah, no, I mean we should have right, and that's kind of what I'm I'm writing about here is that there was like Harold going across the the hallway. It shouldn't be a big shock after after reading between the tea leaves, but we were all shocked. Uh, I'm personally glad we have him. 
look, he was he replaced he's an advanced replacement for every offensive category in place of Dwight. He yep. had he was second in putbacks. He was, uh, I believe, he was second in contest in um, charges drawn. He was seventh in contested shots. So it's not as if he's a negative defender. It was, it was a series of circumstances I felt last year that 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 led to you know that whole that whole Clippers culture imploding. And obviously, this time around, LeBron won out. Even even trolls like Jason Whitlock had to give it up for LeBron on the weekend that he got he got the best of the Clippers this time. Oh, did he ever? Well, we'll see what happens when it comes to the rest of free agency for the Los Angeles Lakers, aka Team Clutch. Does this mean I have to go ahead and change the show name into Welcome to the you know, Team Clutch? Rich Paul podcast? has a contract with his podcaster host. And I was going to break this to you after the show, Gerald, but not me. I wish it was me. I'd be, I'd be, I right. would, you would see the grin from ear to ear if I was being paid by clutch. Yes. Although you Rich Paul, you know, you can call me, get my, I have just right. go ahead. DM me Lakers fast break right. at yahoo.com. Yeah, you know, at I, Lakers I fast break better, on Twitter. I'm right here. Check. I'm right we here. Better, we better all check the list of clutch clients that aren't Lakers. Oh yeah, exactly. It's going to become no, team clutch. And you know what? If they win another championship, how many, how many do we have now? Six? Yeah, it's a lot. Well, if you know what, they can call themselves anything they like. Team Clutch, the Los Angeles Lakers. Lineup, we can close games with the Clutch lineup. Well, it doesn't matter because it, <laughs> it, to me, you know what? If they win another championship, it's all good. It's a Clutch lineup. Five guys. Okay. Yes. Yes. We get it. Clutch. 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 But I want to go ahead and close this on out, my friend, because I got a lot <laughs> to edit when it comes to this show. But when it comes down to it, you please check out all the stuff that's going on at Lakerholics.com. You got to go ahead and check out all the videos, all the podcasts, all the great articles that Laker Tom, Sean Grice, Jamie Sweet, and also the great banter they have. Look at the comments. You know, normally I don't tell you to go to the comments on a certain site or a certain place or social media or whatnot. Sometimes the best place to go at Lakerholics.com is the comments. I'm stars on Lakerholics.com. I try to to not interject too much, but I look at it from time to time when I don't tell these guys, and I just see the banter between Laker Tom and Jamie. That seems to go on for days on end. Oh, it never ends. It never ends indeed. So even for that alone, we do thank you for going ahead and visiting Lakerholics.com. I appreciate everyone out there listening to the tremendous amount of shows I had last week. I really worked hard last week putting out six different podcasts and also an extra video on top of it. So you want to check out Lakerholics.com. You'll see all the great podcasts that are there covering the draft, covering the early part of free agency, covering the trades, and great additional podcasts on top of it. So you want to go ahead and check out our channel. Subscribe today, but also Lakerholics.com. Check it out. It's all right there for you. But guys... It's so great talking to you. Hopefully it'll be less technical glitchy on that. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. That's up to the internet gods on that one. But again, everybody out there, I do truly appreciate you watching. CC805, Journey21485, thank you for your great comments. And before we go, I got to tell you, as soon as we're shutting down, you know what happens? The Lakers do indeed confirm the signing for Marcus Gasol. So Marcus Gasol will be joining the Lakers. It's a two-year deal. We'll see if he lasts the entire two-year deal, but we've got at least one year left of Marcus Gasol coming back to the Lakers after he was a second-round draft choice originally for the team. 
So Marcus Gasol is coming to the Lakers and going out in a trade to Cleveland. It's JaVale McGee and a second-round draft pick to the Cleveland Cavaliers for Alfonso McKinney and Jordan Bell. Those contracts of theirs are both non-guaranteed. Both will have to be somewhat at least partially guaranteed in order for the money to work out. So we'll see in the next coming days if both of those players are going to be staying with the team or not. But it's interesting to see if they're going to be waived or how that's going to work out money-wise. But we are now going to get Marcus Soule coming to the Lakers. And we will be talking about that this week. The guys from Lakerholics hopefully will be back to discuss this before Thanksgiving. We're going to discuss as soon as the dust settles a little bit more on free agency. The Lakers still have more work to do. And hopefully we will be able to find out the true 15-man roster for the team coming up this week. And we'll talk about it more right here on, should I say, at the Clutch Fast Break Podcast? No, you should not. Okay. At the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.